was gonna say, I was like, oh crap, don't tell me you're gonna have issues. Wouldn't that uh, just be our luck? It really would be though. <laughs> we get all set up, ready to go after all the chaos of this weekend and then bam. moved in yet like my bed is like not here in my current apartment it's still at my old apartment uh but because I like to jump into things that make me happy because I am empty inside um we are recording um from my brand new apartment which is not actually furnished except for my desk and my audio setup and my sewing machine because I'm <laughs> currently sewing a costume for the musical that I'm in. So like I'm trying to like do something different where I'm trying to invest in my personal space <laughs> in hopes that it'll rub off on me investing in myself and my own personal health. So I have a candle, like my apartment is like kind of bare bones, but I still have a candle at my desk because <laughs> I am a weirdo and... No, no, you're not. A lot of people like candles and you know, at the end of the day, like we do these things called go to work, make money. We do the, we do the obligatory tasks, but right. I think that we need to spend more time Focusing on the small things that make us happy because what is life without being happy? What is the right. like everyone's like always oh, what is life? What is the meaning of life? Well, it's definitely not being mad or sad. It's being happy. It has something to do with happiness. Yeah. So I just don't like candles. You know, I I didn't. Like I'm just not a big uh scent person. Like artificial scents give me a headache actually. Like you will not see me in a candle aisle at any store. Like I see Yankee candle and I like Run go away. out of my way to avoid it. Yeah. But uh, I have found a few distributors that use more of essential oils in their products rather than, you know, these artificial scents that or fragrance that you find in like perfume and so yeah my current candle is eucalyptus it's very subtle unless you like put your face in it um please don't put your face in the flame <laughs> so i'm allergic to mint and the closest i can really get to like freshness that is like adjacent to mint is eucalyptus it's are, are you allergic to like the smell too like can you burn a like mint mm-hmm we just like, burn sage. We talked about burning sage. Yeah. Um, just smudge it all away. Smudge. Yes, that term. Yes, smudge. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the essential oil of mint is like, it's almost worse than actually eating it. Yeah. Like that is a quick fire way to uh, get my throat to feel. Do you own an EpiPen? No. You should probably get an EpiPen. I mean, the Benadryl was fine. Oh, my God. You didn't even know you were allergic to that. That was the worst part. You're like, I can eat this. And all of a sudden, like an hour later, you're like, um, we need to go to the store. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, don't die on me. I 
I wasn't gonna die. I wasn't in any legitimate danger. It's fine. I have no allergies. I should probably preface with this. I have no allergies at all. So like, I have no idea what it's like to have an allergic reaction. I've never had hives. I've never had like my throat swell up, any of that. So when people are like, I'm having an allergic reaction. I'm like, oh my God, are you dying? I was, I was not dying. Like my tongue swells, but like. That's kind of a bad thing, Brie. Yeah, but it wasn't like an extensive like swell. It wasn't like hitch. You know, like where his entire face was ballooned. It only like swelled enough for me to like continuously bite the edges of it with my back molars. And that was annoying. I don't know when stuff is like painful or like I kind of just like live in a world of inconvenience. Like this pain is inconvenience. Like it's not like, oh, it's painful. So like when I go to the doctor and they're like, oh, what is your pain on on a scale from one to ten? I'm like, okay, let's, let's... I need to, like, shift the spectrum about this far, because that's my normal level, and then this is probably, like, the extreme level. Right. Because, I mean, when you live with chronic pain or with chronic conditions, like, for instance, polycystic ovary syndrome, you live your life at, like, a consistent three or four. Like, a three is a really good day. When I get to around, like, a six or a seven, which are, you know, about... 60% of my days, especially with like my chronic neck pain from injuries, I feel I process it more on a level of inconvenience rather than a level of pain. Because if I if I process it on a, oh my God, I'm in pain, I'm never going to get anything done. Well, that's like, that's the thing for most women though, because I mean, most women menstruate monthly. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, most women experience symptoms of some type. And many of those symptoms generally cause pain or discomfort. So, like, on an average, most women are discomforted 12 times a year, at least. And that's not including, like, if they actually injure themselves or, you know, something else happens. And the thing is, like, we think that, like, women are so weak, but they actually have such higher pain tolerances than men do. Not to mention that women are far more vicious than men give us credit for. Like... Let's talk about lacrosse for a second. Just so you all know, Melanie used to be a lacrosse goalie. And I believe the term is actually human target. (laughs) Just to be clear. (laughs) And her and I have had plenty of conversations about lacrosse, but the one conversation that I find the most fascinating is the topic of the one time that women were allowed to play by men's rules with men's equipment. For anybody who doesn't know lacrosse, because it's not a national sport yet, like women's lacrosse and men's lacrosse are not actually the same sport. They have two very different rule sets. So a lot of people watch men's lacrosse, because that's how they generally get introduced to it. And you see these dudes tackling each other on the field, slashing their sticks across each other. It is a very aggressive physical contact sport, much like football. Women's lacrosse, however, is a finesse sport. You are not allowed to hit each other. You are not allowed to check each other with your stick. You wear a tiny face mask and a mouth guard. That is all the padding you get because you're not allowed to hit people. So they're not actually the same sport. As many of you may be saying, as many of us women have said, that is unfair. We want to hit people too. (laughs) Well, apparently they did attempt to allow women to play men's lacrosse. It turns out that they were no longer allowed to do so because women were more violent than men. 
Thus, lacrosse became even more dangerous for women than it was for men. <laughs> and now we have to play finessely. I think that's just like part of society. I think like culturally, men likely knew that women were dangerous. And so they continued to like subjugate us throughout history because they were like, if they get power, we're screwed. We're all going to die. Like, I mean, honestly, like that makes a lot of sense. It really does. But like from a military standpoint, if we actually wanted to get shit done, we would have taken advantage of the female ruthlessness, which is really what it is. Wars would have been what? Like done within a day? Probably. But I mean, like you... Even even if we're like we're not talking about humans because humans are a subsect of the animal kingdom, right? Generically speaking, in the animal kingdom, females are more vicious. Yes, the men stereotypically are believed to be the aggressors. They protect and they you know some of them hunt depending on the species, but in reality, like. If it came right down to it and, like, say a cub was in danger, the mama of that cub will fuck you up. She don't care about no, your shit. She don't care. She gonna fuck you up. I don't see Papa Bear over here being like, oh, crap, my baby's in danger. I'm gonna come help you. No, nah, Mama Bear's like, you sit the fuck down. I got this. Like, she's up in there. She will take care of it. She doesn't care. She will shut you down. Like, she is ten times more vicious than the male will ever be. And honestly, a lot of times in the animal kingdom, the male is not even present because that's just not how those species interact. Like they mate and then they separate because they're solitary creatures. So the mother raises the cubs and she is fully responsible for not only her life and feeding her young, but also for protecting her young while the, the, the male parent is like off chilling, being a bachelor and whatnot. Like women are fierce in all like species. Females are fierce. So the Shine Scroll podcast will be launching on July 15th. We're going to be doing a ton of promo leading up to it. That will include snippets, awesome gifts, and you can find all of that on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Shiny Squirrel Po. That's just P-O for podcast. Uh, we will also have additional content over on our Patreon. We will be... Uh, launching off-topic podcasts there during off-season and we'll have lots of other cool content for you guys if you want to socialize with us more our patreon is the shiny squirrel in all fairness like between our two skill sets she is like better at social media (laughs) i'm like more extroverted yes like i would rather sit here and edit audio which is fine i hate editing audio you can edit for days for days for days (laughs) no one's gonna get that reference no but anyway if you get that reference please comment somewhere that you get that reference we will love you forever